So I'm going to talk about um, an initiative at the University of Manchester um, where we've been using internships as part of a sort of broader strategy to try and kind of improve the experience of learning quantitative, like I haven't put quantitative, but it should really be quantitative data skills in our social science students. Now, um, I kind of thought all the students who didn't want to do maths came to do social sciences, but it seems we've got some who do um, biological science as well. But we do have a, a kind of a long-standing um, kind of challenge um, with the kind of students that come into our courses, um, engaging them in the training of, of quantitative uh, skills when they've often had quite bad experiences of school and often many of them have done nothing since uh, come to GCSE. It's an initiative that's funded as part of a national response to this problem, QSTEP, I don't know how many people know about QSTEP, QSTEP is funded by kind of mainly the Nuffield Foundation but ESSC and Hefke and it's funding, there are 15 QSTEP centres, so Manchester's one of 15, funded to try and quite experimental to try different um, ways in terms of curriculum innovation um, and for us particularly using internships <coughs> developed as one of the major parts of our strategy to try and address this um, this problem this widely perceived problem um, which okay the teaching excellence framework sets a very immediate context in terms of a new spotlight on the employability in relation to curriculum um, which our internships obviously are a response to, but we're very specifically addressing, in terms of graduate skill set, we recognise that's not just about quant skills, but <coughs> this particular problem we have in social sciences, numerous reports from academics, from industry, from government, have been identifying this problem for years now, and most recently, I think someone mentioned that British Academy put society accounts, quite damning, employers often lament the lack of quantitative skills in the workplace, and I know that's not just social science, but it is a particular problem that we that we experience um, and QSTEP is, a is, is kind of a fairly uh, coordinated response to that so we have our centre we've got it's not just a, I'll talk about the internships but it isn't just about internships we have a whole range of new curriculum um, and, and related activities but the internships like I say have really sort of taken on a neither Jackie who I should give full credit to she leads on the internships or I had a lot of experience with them before but they've absolutely um, kind of at amazed us in terms of the impact they've had on particularly on, on our students and in many cases quite transformative experiences for students who I've taught in the classroom before they've gone and have been aware of their you know their quite huge reservations about getting involved with data um, lots of anxiety around statistics but have actually um, loved the experience on internships so I'm going to give just a couple of examples of, of actual students who've gone through this program for, for us in social sciences, we do have, I mean, again, it's not unique to us, but two particular challenges. One is the, just the fear of number, the fact that many students have very bad memories of school maths. Um, sometimes they're choosing <coughs> pathways that try and avoid any um, engagement with, with, with mathematics. We do ourselves no favours, by the way, in the way we teach these skills. Often we kind of silo them off in methods courses. I've taught many of them, and I know that they're very, you know, they're, they're they're kind of unpopular with students, they see them as something to be got through, get over the bar and then you can get back to doing what you came to university to do and that relates to this second problem which for me is a much bigger problem than I can't do maths. I actually think I can't do maths is a bit of a red herring in terms of what we actually do in quantitative social science. It's this sense of it's not really relevant. I've come to do sociology, I thought I'd given up statistics and trying to make the connection between these kind of skills 
and the sorts of questions that, they, that, they, that inspire them to come and do a sociology degree or a politics degree. And in terms of our response to how we kind of address these concerns, I think the answer is kind of to both. It's the same, really. And it's all about, people have mentioned it before, it's about sort of breaking down this old siloing of quants teaching into a separate model and embedding it throughout the curriculum. So from day one, when you come to university to study sociology, you engage with its empirical discipline, all kinds of data, lots of it's quantitative, and you need the skills to work with that data to answer the questions that you're interested in. So it's about um, embedding... Um, it's about application, so teaching with meaningful questions, real data to answer real questions, rather than abstracted um, kind of problem solving that, you, that they think of in terms of abstracted school maths. So it's about applications um, and learning through doing. And now we've done, <coughs> we've done quite a lot of change in the way we actually do the, the taught courses, but this is where internships have really come into their own, because they're, I, they're absolutely perfect environments to apply this kind of way of thinking, where you <coughs> apply these skills, or you embed these skills in the pursuit of interesting, meaningful, real-world problems with real-world data. Um, so our, our internship program is <coughs> based on a model where we send students out for eight weeks at the end of their second year in the summer period. Um, and we pay them, and this is a benefit of the funding, a living wage and our, this is one of the issues we all face in terms of sustainability we've got five years funding and it's thinking of how we um, kind of go to a post-funding period and keep this going um, in terms of the kind of people we place students with this is a real who's who of the kind of organizations our students want to end up working with this is one of the best uh, uh, in terms of kind of promoting this to students you put this uh, uh, slide up and it makes the point, you know, I, I didn't say, but all of our internships are internships that involve working with data um, at different levels of, uh, of, 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 in terms of the, the sophistication of the analysis, but they all have data at their heart. And it's making the point that um, all these organisations, many of them think that stats is just for people who want to be data analysis, but whatever, whether you want to work in the private sector, charities, big governments, think tanks, they all use data and they all want students who've got it's not about being st statisticians, it's about students being comfortable working with data, that sort of statistical literacy, which is very much favoured them up. So making our students more confident, more practised in using that kind of data. So we've got a growing list of, and really some you know, wonderful placement opportunities. Um, after three years, we've, we're currently on, we've just done our third year, about 50, we've placed about 50 students in organisations, based most, lots in Manchester, a number in London, we've got a growing number of um, government departments on board, um, even a couple of international ones now, we've got the World Bank uh, as a kind of gold uh, star placement um, for students to apply for. Uh, they're hugely diverse in terms of the type of organisation, from small charities to big government departments. In common, they're all eight weeks, we pay them a living wage, they, this is really important, we we're aware that many social science students, when they think of internships, you might think of a politics student. They all compete to go and be a politician's researcher for a, for a few weeks, unpaid, running around, taking notes, making coffee for visitors. These are proper pieces of work. So the deal is, the organisations get a student and we pay, pay that student. The, the, in, in terms of what they have to provide, they have to provide a coherent 
um, meaningful project of work where the student is embedded into a team. This is just an example. This is uh, Age UK. We get them all to complete this kind of one-page uh, pro forma which goes on the website, and the students can apply to any. Well, they can apply to up to up to three different internships. Um, the abstracts of this one was about Age UK commissioning some research on loneliness using some big survey data and <coughs> society, longer student study of age, and so using quantitative data and skills. Um, so they're all kind of data-driven. They're not formally assessed. This is quite an important point. It's part, partly for practical reasons, in terms of how you timetable an eight-week placement in an academic year, which even in Easter they're all doing coursework. So trying to timetable it, the only option really was the summer holiday, and that took us outside the so post-exam board. It was it's very difficult to actually incorporate this in terms of credit-bearing modules, but we are thinking about that. Um, who can apply? We deliberately didn't want this to be very kind of elite for those who do really well in quants to go for these internships. So it's a very inclusive eligibility criteria, but it is um, an open competition and it is very competitive. These are hugely popular with our students, and as important as the placement, we've discovered is this sort of mentioned about sort of work-ready skills, the whole the, the process of applying for a, for a position. We treat it like a proper job, they get shortlisted, they get formal interviews, the organisation come and we sit on the panel and they have to go through an experience. And some of their first experiences of interviews uh, are appalling and they and, and but it's it's fantastic because then they can you know they can, we recycle it and they apply for another internship. <coughs> and I've had a number of students who've done three maybe not got placed on any of those, but then we've kind of, at the end, we have a pool of students, some unmatched placements, and we match them up. And a number of them have commented what an amazingly useful experience it was to have to write a CV, to have to write a supporting letter, and get feedback on that. You know, the after thing, well, actually, your letter was terrible. It had loads of spelling mistakes. Your CV really undersold you what you've done, this kind of thing. So that in itself was really, really uh, valuable and and valued by the students. And we've got huge help from the career service in supporting students to develop their CVs and so on. So that's been really good. Um, I, I don't know, I haven't got a lot of time, but just give a, one illustration of a very typical student who does, <coughs> who's taken uh, one of our placements. This is Natasha, who I taught. She, Natasha herself would, t would say she was never that excited by my quantitative methods module when she was doing it. Um, she didn't particularly like statistics. She was drawn to the placement, partly just, she said, it was more going somewhere to work because I've never done that before. Talk about students who just not had any work experience. But also the fact that it was, this was with one based at UCL with their um, Centre for Sexual Health and HIV Research, which was actually a topic that she loved. It was, she'd done one course on se uh, sexuality uh, and sociology that she'd been totally inspired by. So the connection was made. She took the placement. We were very careful and this is important about managing expectations. So the, the worry was that our organisations would think we're getting a kind of statistical consultant, which they were. These were second-year undergraduates, by <coughs> definition, from disciplines where there's perceived to be a problem with quantitative methods. So I should mention economics was the one it just meant, excluded from QSTEP funding. So this is for sociology, politics, criminology, philosophy, social anthropology and linguistics. Those students are eligible for this programme. Um, anyway, so we, we, we kind of put lots of dampened expectations. But Tasha, and time after time, this was the experience, absolutely defied those expectations. So, you know, I was told, don't expect them to come and do much complicated analysis, and then they came, and they really could. Um, the, this Tasha, and her, there was two of them placed, were absolutely amazing. They did an incredible piece of work, 
They ended up as co-authors. I mean, what, what about that as a second year undergraduate getting your name on an academic publication? They presented their work as part of the team to um, various <coughs> different uh, sort of conference settings. Um, and it's trying to put me, what, what is it about that experience, that, that learning environment that made Tash absolutely come alive and not just be sort of super motivated, but the distance she, she went in terms of her statistics. So I taught her an 11-week course, basic stats, going up to sort of cross-tabulation. She came back eight weeks later having done logistic regression, learned new software. I think, well, how could you do that in eight weeks when I have a 12-week course? And it's something about the, the motivation and the support of working as part of a real research team, doing something meaningful where the data made sense in terms of the question you're trying to ask. And this has been repeated time after time, and we've had, you know, it was a transformative experience for Tash. She's actually ended up, unbelievably to her and to all of us, doing a Masters at Manchester, which is actually really quite statistical. And she loves it. She's just graduated with it. And it's totally changed her direction. She's totally inspired. She knew she wanted to do social research, but the recognition that these skills and the kind of data that you can apply those skills to, the big, this big sex survey she worked on, Absolutely amazing the sort of effect it had on her, and it's fantastic. We've got five students this year doing this master's degree from disciplines that we would never have recruited before. These used to come from kind of very statistical backgrounds, economic students. We've got sociologists, we've got political scientists. Um, so it, you know, it is transformative. I've, I'm going to run out of time, so I'm running out of time. Labour it. Um, just an example. This I just mentioned one Anna, who was a politics student. She was an intern at Audience Net working on consumer data. She was, they were so impressed by her, they actually gave her a job, and she is now the mentor of the, our latest intern to that organisation. So those are really nice examples. She also won one of these days for IQ New Talent Awards. So we've got a number of students who, on the back of this, have changed direction, they've done quantitative <coughs> options, dissertations, new career paths. Um, so, you know, we've been bowled over by, um, by that experience. If I could just, I think I should address this because it is, a, it is a, you know, we acknowledge this is a problem. We don't assess, we, we, what we do is we have, coming up um, in a couple of weeks, a celebration event where we kind of create a conference and the students will come, they present posters, they present three minute presentations and we get some big speakers, data journalists this year and kind of celebrate it in that way. We would like to... Um, Think about, you know, like, like I say, sustainability, whether we can move to a model where we incorporate it into the curriculum in a credit-bearing way, or even, on the back of the fact that employers have been so impressed, get them to start contributing money. At the moment, we have a little slot that says, will you contribute anything? And they all say no, because they know it's funded by QSTEP. But after QSTEP, you know, is there a basis for a, a sort of self-funding model where the organisations pay? And finally, for me, this is the huge um, lesson for me as a teacher, we think about internships sort of going forward as preparation for employment, but for me, think, reflecting on about what I teach <coughs> in the classroom. Am I teaching the right skills? And am I teaching them in the best way? Is there anything I can do to replicate that kind of amazing, exciting experience that Tasha was finding in the research unit in my classroom? And we are changing. We're, doing, we're moving much more to sort of problem-based type approaches to learning quants, leading with substantive questions. The stats come in as tools. We don't any longer have courses in statistical method, one week, one univariate distribution. That's gone, and, it, and good riddance to it. So it's exciting times, and it's making a difference. I'll stop. So Thank you. Excellent. <laughs>